snow. All this dope I stepped on. Real get the rest gone. Then that nigga, what else you want? Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Gary A. Swaby, and you're now listening to or watching the Powercast. And this week, we will be recapping Power Book 4 Force, Episode 5, and the name of the episode is Take Me Home. I'm here with Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. How are you doing, Richard? Doing good, Gary. What's up, listeners and viewers? Good, good. What's up, indeed? And I'm also here with Miss Dana Abercrombie. How are you doing, Dana? Oh, you're muted. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, here to talk about this episode is a, a lot of conflicting emotions. <laughs> okay, interesting. I can't wait to, to hear your takeaways then. But um, yeah, so we will be, uh, you know, recapping this episode of Power today um and you know we're going to start with our takeaways where we go around the panel here and we each kind of highlight the things that stood out to us and just kind of how we feel about uh this episode and then you know after that we'll move on to our questions and discussions segment where you know we have more of a back and forth more of a dialogue about the things that happened in the episode uh, before that, though, uh, feel free to chime in in the comments. Let us know your thoughts, your takeaways, your theories. Um, also, hit the like button if you enjoy the content, because, you know, the more likes we get, the more we're able to do this stuff, you know, uh, which takes up a lot of time and it's completely free to, to all of you. So uh, please consider hitting the like button and subscribing to the channel. And, you know, if you are a Batman fan and you're going to be checking out the new Batman, Dana has a bunch of stuff you know, coming for you, um, you know, uh, you can check out the spoiler free review, which is up right now. And uh, once you've seen the movie, definitely check out the, the, the spoiler podcast, the, the recap, the review, which is coming this weekend. Um, and, you know, Richard, Dana and some friends are going to be on that. So look out for that. Um, but yeah, let's get right to our takeaways of power now. And this week we are going to begin with Mr. Richard Bailey Jr., so, Richard, hear us with your takeaways. All right. So, uh, first and foremost, let me start by saying uh, I actually thought that this was a pretty good episode of Force. I know that it's going to have a, as Dana mentioned, there's going to be some conflicting thoughts. So this is going to be an interesting discussion for sure. So uh, for me, this episode, there were three takeaways of course, I have a couple of things that I liked and questioned in each takeaway. So I'm just going to take my time real quick and go through these takeaways. Starting first and foremost, let's talk about Tommy in this episode. You know, as the episode started, he's reflecting on a lot of the things that have happened so far. Um, and then, you know, it then jumps to a scene of him driving on the street and Claudia once again pulls him over. This time she basically makes him try this Dahlia drug for the first time. And I have to say, uh, I, I I thought this was a rather comical reaction. Tommy just, you know, all of like, just like he fainted on top of his car. I thought that was pretty silly. I, I have to say, I have to say, but I know they're trying to let you know, this drug has that effect on, on, on everybody. It really it like blows their mind. So after that happens, he basically goes back to his place and he tries to work with, uh, Liliana to find out what exactly this 
this drug is to see if she can get to the bottom of that. And he tells her uh, that he does not want her to take it. Just, I just want you to test it out, figure out what it is. And he, at, in the meantime, he's going to try to get more. Now, one thing I do like about this episode, we finally got a chance to meet uh, Merkovich. And as I said last week, you know, this show needed a villain that I think is going to be somewhat of a threat and not a villain that could be taken out immediately in the same episode, like what, like what happened last week with Tatiana. So Merkovich obviously wants Tommy dead. Um, and, and pretty much he has this whole plan where he wants to go after Tommy, but he also wants to get the Liliana. So one thing that I questioned in this episode, again, and this is a nitpick. So Liliana eventually did try the, the, the drug and then she decided to leave the apartment because you know, that Tommy told her, do not leave the place, stay here. You, you let me know wherever you go anywhere. So she leaves the apartment. Fast forward later in the scene, apparently she got kidnapped. So we didn't see that coming. We didn't see, there was no scene. I mean, we probably figured that was going to happen, but this is the issue with the writer said, no, you, you can determine this is probably going to happen because she left. But we never saw it. Now we did see that they had tortured her, you know, she had, they, they, you know, they broke one of her fingers, you know, they, they, you know, they, so she got tortured and they, that scene was meant to show you that she is still a badass, no matter what happens. So, um, very interesting, but I don't like that. They didn't really show that. I just wanted to point that out. One other thing I do also want to complain about before I get to a few more positives. Uh, I, you know, we had a scene of JP, he was going through photos. He looked at the video and I have to admit that I was a little confused by this scene. My what I got out of the scene is that he saw a picture in which it was both him and Tommy in it. And the thing is, is that they've been telling you in this show that Tommy and, and JP, they didn't really know about each other as kids. But then JP looked at it and he questioned, wait a second, that's 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 Tommy. So I don't really know what the point of that scene was, because we didn't they didn't, they didn't revisit it again in this episode. I guess we'll find out in the next episode but I don't like that they would throw something like that out there. And then there's no explanation. Did you have to wait to get a, a proper explanation? So I look forward to seeing what that is. I have to admit too, when I saw the kid that was in the photo, cause there was another, another black kid, like, like, you know, a bit of a, a heavy, a heavy black kid. I, I thought to myself, wait a minute, what the hell is Kanan doing in, on, 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 you know, in, in this show. So that's why I said I was confused. So they need to explain that for sure next week, but um, we'll find out. Now, to finish off the Tommy takeaways, there were two things that I did like. I did like the fact that he went out and reached out and teamed up with Vic, Diamond, and Gennard to try to go against the Serbs. That was awesome. I also liked the fact that they killed off Simon and Elijah because there had to be some casualties. And we know that Gennard, um, the person that I am currently sponsoring, has an issue with drugs because you saw him again messing around with the product briefly in this episode. I'm going to make a guess that this character is definitely going to start messing around with the stuff even more so now that he lost his boy behind this. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was good, though. It was a great setup to have Tommy get all this help to try to go after the Serbs, and obviously they still didn't get Murkovich, so it didn't work. And the other thing that I thought was good is that, you know, when Tommy had this conversation, these conversations with, with, with Liliana, one thing I really like about that conversation is that she said something about this drug life is the only life that I had. 
this gave me flashbacks to when Tommy had his interaction with Ghost in season six, episode 10 of Power, when Ghost basically was saying, I got to leave you behind. And Tommy's like, well, wait a minute. This is all I have. You know, I know that Courtney Kemp wanted to make people think that Tommy would have tried to kill Ghost. But at the end of the day, Tommy is just saying that this drug thing is the only thing I'm good at doing. So you need to, you know, don't take that away from me. Let me continue doing what I'm doing. But he still wanted Ghost to be a part of that. And Ghost didn't want any part of it. So I like that they had that that dialogue between Liliana and Tommy. They're building rapport as partners working together. So that was great. All that was good. So I give them props for that. Moving on to the next takeaway, let's talk about Gloria and the Flens. This episode, and this is, again, something that I did not like. Now, obviously, we saw Claudia. She actually made a decision to, she said, you know, obviously she had a, a lot of tension with May in this episode. And May obviously had a problem trusting her uh, and alluded to her that she, you know, she would take the product elsewhere if she couldn't trust her, if she wasn't the right Flynn to work with. So I thought it was very interesting that she would just straight up kill her in this episode. I think that was a rather abrupt because you didn't, I mean, obviously you knew that they had a little bit of tension from the last episode, the way she was bossy and all this other stuff. But I thought like, wow, that's a quick turnaround because in a couple episodes prior to that, she's like, you're the only one I want to work with. That's it. And then all of a sudden she decides, nope, this drug thing is too big. I don't trust you. You know, you got me access to the product, but now that you want to be difficult, I'm going to have to take you out. And I understand that was her first kill. I'm assuming that's going to have a ripple effect over everything that happens. But um, I thought that was a little abrupt for them to rush to that immediately. But uh, I guess it is what it is. They have to move the story along. So we'll see what happens next. Uh, a couple other things to mention. You know, Tommy, when he did meet up with Claudia, he said that he would do a deal with her 60-40. And she decided that she, and, and he asked, and, and she said that she would give him 60%. If I was Tommy, I would not trust Claudia because I thought that was very interesting how she just said, okay, yeah, I'll give you 60 and I'll take 40 when you are the one that brought the product into this storyline in the first place. So Tommy needs to watch out for her moving forward. Uh, we'll see if he thinks about that. Um, of course, we have the whole side story of, of uh, Gloria and Vic, Vic buying land for, for Gloria just to basically tell her that, uh, you know, this is this is our, our land. We're going to build a house here. We'll have kids, all this other stuff. And, of course, you see Polly in the distance spying, you know, on Gloria getting busy with Vic. So he goes back and tells Walter. Walter is angry, and Walter decides to confront Gloria at the bar. You know, shortly thereafter, Vic finds out he's angry. He comes back and has it out with Daddy, gets slapped in the face. I thought that was pretty funny. Um. But then, you know, you see that uh, Claudia is also there. She hears the conversation and then she decides to go and basically go after Gloria and again, give her the same ultimatum. Say, yes, the land is worth 10, worth 10 and a half million. You can sell the deed and that's it. So, you know, they made a very good point of saying that Claudia made a comment that uh, when she went after after uh, Walter had his falling out with Vic, he, Claudia made the comment and saying that, um, you know, he's not ever going to be like you. He's not the one you should be working with. So we're basically telling you, yes, she she is the one of the two of them, very much like her father and wants to do things her, her you know, the, to, to do things her way. So um, what was good about this is that, you know, 
Gloria told her that Walter is sick. We know that Claudia did not know Walter is sick this whole time. So there's going to be some fallout from that in the next episode because Vic knows she didn't know. The other thing is that at the end of this scene, we see that the cops are watching all of this activity happening and then they're that they're going to decide that they're going to go after Polly to get intel on the Flins. So I guess we're going to find out even more how his son is going to play a role into this. Because obviously I questioned last week, why did they have the son, this whole scene with the son that, that Polly has? And again, I don't think it's just to just because he can give Walter an explanation and say, you know what, you can't always control what your kids do, which what, what your kids decide to do with their life. Obviously, that's going to come into play here, and they're going to probably do something with that, you know, having to do with his son or to get him on board or whatever. But we'll find out about that. And finally, the final takeaways of this episode has to do with CBI. You saw a scene where Diamond is jogging and he gets stopped by Seamus, the, the cop. The cop tells him that, you know, that basically, you know, Diamond was involved in getting putting out a bad batch they killed, they killed, you know, back in 2006, they killed several people. One of those people is obviously Seamus's relative. And so that's why I kind of feel like he has a bit of a personal vendetta in this. But what I find interesting is Diamond knows that Seamus has been getting money from the Flints. Uh, I thought that was very interesting because I didn't see at any point in the season that he actually saw and acknowledged that this was happening. So Clearly, he must have known, and he did say that, yeah, there were people that were dirty cops on the inside. Maybe that's how he found out. Interesting. But again, he decides to do this deal. Diamond decides to do the deal with Tommy. He he negotiates negotiates to get 34% of the deal. So he makes sure he has the the highest percentage, and he brings this information to Gennard. Of course, they decide to go ahead and do the thing, taking out the Serbs, and then of course that, you know, it, it didn't work out. You know, they got, they got a, a lot of people, but they did not get the main person they needed to get. And Elijah got killed. So that's was a bad direction. However, what I love about this, about everything that happened with CBI in this episode is what Jannard tried to do at the very end, where he tried to kill Tommy with that drive by and instead shot Liliana. And then he burns the car afterwards. So they won't know it was him that tried to do this. I thought that was excellent because it tells you now that I fully believe Jannard blames Tommy for what happened to Elijah because they got involved in all of this stuff because of him. So it makes me very curious to see what's going to happen moving forward now, the next time that character interacts with Tommy. But overall, to wrap things up, I thought it was a pretty good episode. There's a couple of things that I questioned in the episode. And I think they need to explain a couple of other things that did that do happen moving forward. But overall, I was entertained, so I can't say it was a horrible episode. Definitely better than episode two, though. I, I will say that. The action made up for the fact that some stuff didn't make sense for me. But I'm very curious to hear what Gary and Dana have to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, excellent takeaways. Uh, yeah, you uh, pointed out a lot of stuff that, you know, that caught my attention, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to to dive deeper into into some of that stuff that you mentioned. Um, but yeah, excellent takeaways. And um, definitely uh, let us know, you know, your thoughts as well. Who The people listening, let us know your thoughts on all that too. Um, so before we hear from Dana, I'm going to go ahead and give my takeaways. Um, so yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll start with uh, the whole Liliana. So 
you know, throughout this episode, you know, I like that she she's basically like a uh, like a pharmacist or chemist or something. Like she's able to like dissect these drugs and figure out like you know the right measurements and compositions and all this stuff. And throughout this episode, she's trying to figure out you know she's trying to reverse engineer this Dahlia drug and figure out you know what what's in it and how to make it and everything. And then, you know, we see that, you know, like Richard said, Tommy warns her not to leave the apartment and stuff because the Serbs are still around and, and um, you know, they're going to be looking for her. But we see that uh, while she's trying to figure out this this drug, she actually ends up taking some. And, um, yeah, she, she kind of gets high instantly and then she ends up leaving the apartment. And like Rich said, it would have been nice to actually see the moment when she gets picked up uh, because, you know, Liliana can handle herself a little bit. Like if it's, if it's just one person coming at her, she can probably put up a fight. So like, I would have liked to have seen, you know, how they, how they grabbed her and how they, you know, see if there was some sort of struggle. I think that would have been entertaining to see. Um, there was a lot of cool action in this episode, but just little moments like that, I think just, it just uh, boosts the character up a little bit just to see how they handle themselves in these situations. So I feel like that's something we should have seen, um, like Rich said. But um, but yeah, um, it was it was cool seeing you know Liliana, and um, I actually have a question about her a little later, relating to you know what happened with her in this episode. So we'll get to that a little bit later. But um, yeah, so uh, we see that. Walt gives Gloria the ultimatum in this episode. You know, he tells her to stay away from Vic. And he also, you know, basically, he basically tells her he wants her gone from the bar because, you know, obviously uh, they helped her out with the bar and everything like financially. So I guess he's threatening to kind of pull that support and, and he wants her gone completely from the bar. Um, and I guess he thinks that, you know, once she's gone, um, that temptation of Vic won't be there. Um, but I have to say that, you know, this episode made me dislike Gloria's character a lot more than I did previously because she's just she's just leading both men on. Like, she just doesn't care. Like, you know, it's like one minute she's sleeping with Tommy, the show's opening up with them together in bed or whatever. And then, like, this next episode, Vic takes her out and, and says, oh, I'm going to build you a house here. And she's looking all happy, like yeah let's do it you know it's like it's so fake it's so like i i just don't i just don't like her character like why is she leading on both these guys like there, there's like there is a way to make this seem good like like there's 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 been strong women in power who have kind of played you know played men like like look at monet right she was playing lorenzo and mecca and that was it was kind of cool for her character like it worked but for Gloria, like, I just, like, there's just no reason to like her at all. Like, she's just, it's like, why, just go away, you know? Like, it's just, she's not doing anything productive in, in, in this show besides making some some future tension between Vic and Tommy. But the fact that they're already working together and they're already so close, it's like, you know, why should why should we care at this point, you know? Um, so it's like, yeah, I just, I just don't like Gloria at all. Um, I mean, it is cool the, the the scene between Claudia and Gloria. That was cool though, just because she dropped the whole, you know, your dad is sick and stuff. Um, so so now Claudia knows, and I'm waiting to see where that is going to lead. Um, 
in the next episode if she's going to bring it up to Walter or if, she, or, or if she's just going to observe him from a distance and kind of figure out what's going on. But um, but yeah, besides that, I, I just, I don't like her. I, I hope she dies. Like, you know, I'm, I'm like Dana on this one. Dana usually likes to see character deaths. Like, I, I want to see Gloria die. Like, I just, I just don't care about the character anymore. Um, <laughs> what's up, Dana? You want to react? <laughs> I'm ready to fight you. I'm ready to fight both of y'all. Well, I thought you didn't like Gloria too. That's not the point. It's the way and why you don't like her. I'm ready to fight both of y'all. I mean, it's not just that. It's just like they they haven't given us they haven't given us a reason to like her. They haven't built her character. They haven't like. Tommy came to Chicago and five minutes later he was in bed with Gloria. Like it's like what? Like there's no development. Well, they, they 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 had they had to make sure they they gave him enough time to make that soup. So that's why it didn't happen sooner in the episode, and it happened at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But yeah, I just like it, it ties into uh, another gripe I have with the show, and I'm going to get to that in a sec. So so I'll I'll uh, I'll summarize that in a moment. But um, yeah, so uh, moving on, what else did I have? Oh yeah, so. The whole Claudia, you know, I liked Claudia. She that's a character I do like, you know, in this. Um Claudia, you know, she uh she was very deceptive and sneaky in this. She had Tommy um kind of running around doing a bit of recon for her and like, you know, stuff like that. And then she basically snaked uh May, you know, her her friend, the person she's been sleeping with, and and then she actually ended up killing her too. So it's like she's kind of just stolen this whole new drug business um you know and of course she she already bribed that other the the chemist the pharmacist lady last week she she already bribed her so she's got her under you know under her wing um and i guess you know with megon you know she doesn't have to split anything and she's 100 percent in control and she can continue to run this new drug with with tommy i guess um so you know, that was a cool development for her character. That and the fact that she now knows that Wall is sick. I think those are great, um, you know, uh, developments for her this week. And I'm, I'm waiting to see where that's going to go next. Um, and, and now that we've actually seen her kill someone, it's like, you know, where, where will the character go from here now? Because now she's kind of got a ruthless uh, ferocity about her now. Like she, she's able to kill, you know. And it's like, once you make your first kill, they say it gets easier and easier. So it's like, are we going to see her, you know, be this ruthless, uh, you know, Walt, uh, I mean, not, not Walt, uh, Flynn character. Are we going to see her, you know, become, become the boss essentially. Um, so yeah, I want to see where, where that goes with Claudia in the next few episodes. Um, so yeah, so let's, let's get to some of the things I, I, I wasn't really feeling, um, now, th- this this episode had a lot of action. You know, there was that action sequences with the Serbs. You know, I I liked that Tommy assembled his team. He made sure to get everyone. You know, he he made sure Janard was there. He made sure you know Simon was there and everything. Like he wanted everyone at his d- disposal. He wanted to assemble the Avengers. You know, to to, to take out the Serbs, and he managed to did to, he managed to do that right. But um, it kind of ended up being Avengers Endgame because, like, some people got taken out uh, in the in these action sequences. You know, we saw Simon fall. 
we saw uh we saw jeremiah um what's his name um i forgot the name of the character elijah or something like that yeah elijah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so he got taken out as well and of course janard was very unhappy about that um but yeah those action sequences were great like those were those were the scenes that had me on the edge of my seat um so i think those were very well done and it kind of adds to the forward development of the story you know uh because of what happened, you know, those those two characters dying. Um, I want to see what happens with Vic, how he reacts to the, the loss of Simon. And then, you know, we already got to see what happens with Jannard and, and we're going to talk more about that a little later. But so what I didn't like outside of that, because that was like a highlight of the episode, but there was, for me personally, there was a lot of cringy moments in this episode, like... Like, it, it's just like, for some of these scenes, there's a lot of awkward interactions, in my opinion. Like, a lot of the scenes feel unnatural. Um, like, even, like, the Gloria and Walt, um, you know, that interaction at the bar, like, parts of that just felt really unnatural. The dialogue feels off to me. Um, I know, you know, Walt is Irish. I get that. But, like, his his lines just... It's just weird. It just they just feel weird, like the the delivery of the lines. Like it, it feels like they could be set up a lot better. I think. Um, and uh, what else? And and also like it just feels like in a lot of scenes, it just feels like characters are speeding through their dialogue. Like it feels like they don't give time for certain things to breathe. Like for certain lines to breathe. Like in other shows, you might watch like like Snowfall. And I think this is a big part of it too, because I'm watching this show and Snowfall and other shows at the same time. I'm kind of seeing a lot of flaws, like in this show specifically. Um, and it's like in, in these other shows that I'm watching, you know, even like Euth- Euphoria and other shows like that, like they say, they have like very powerful lines. Like they make like very powerful statements in the dialogue and they allow it to breathe. Like they let, they let the viewer sit with these, these statements that the characters are making and it just kind of builds to you know that whole feeling the whole atmosphere of the scene but I, i'm finding that in power it's like they just speed through the dialogue like so much they throw so much at you in every scene and the episode you know overall like so much happens that it's like it just they don't let you breathe they don't let you sit with anything and it just it just feels like too rushed to me like sometimes and um and and yeah, like then you know the the moment Rish spoke about with the um the Tommy, it was a funny moment. So I'll give them that. You know, it was a comical moment at the start where you know Claudia uh, she kisses Tommy, and you know um, she she kind of gives him the drug. Essentially, she gives him a hit of the drug, and then you know he falls back onto the car. Like fair enough, that's a funny moment. But like just with the way the rest of the show is structured, I like sometimes I don't know if I'm watching a comedy or a drama. Like I, I just it's very confusing. Like the that there's ways to make those really weird comedy moments hit, but then also maintain the atmosphere of the show as well. Like like look at Breaking Bad. Like that had a lot of comical moments in it, but it was still a serious show. Like there was still serious stuff going on. There was a nice balance there, but in this show, I'm just not feeling the balance very well. Like it just ends up feeling like uh, just a joke of a show, like a comedy or something. Like, like you know. Um, 
And, you know, I think I think my biggest gripe with this show so far, because it's been five episodes now, it's half a season, right? So I think I think they're just rushing through the whole story, period, because they introduce a lot of new characters. I feel like they could have slowed it down a little bit just to build these characters, just to develop them a little more. You know, characters like Diamond and Claudia and, and uh, Vic and, uh, you know, um, Gloria, you know, like just some of these characters, like just give us a bit more time with them to really understand who they are, that, you know, uh, what makes them tick. Uh, JP also, because I, I find myself not caring about him at, at all at this moment. So, like, yeah, I just feel like they needed... They, these first five episodes should have they should have slowed the story down a little bit more because because if you look at it like Tommy Tommy came to Chicago and pretty much like he unified the whole drug situation like the whole gang situation he unified all the gangs and took over Chicago in like three episodes like who does that like I know Tommy's very experienced he's 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 battle tested with ghosts. But nobody, it's not possible. You can't do that in real life. Like, it's like, it's its a little too fast, man. Like, he took over Chicago in, like, three, four episodes. Like, and I don't know. It's just, it's not believable. I feel like they should have slowed things down um, a, a little bit. And especially because now it seems like they're not going to do the whole he goes back to New York thing. Because I think we're, we're after that part already. So because they're not going to be doing that, it's like they could have actually took their time. Like there was no reason to rush. Like they could have slowed it down and just let us sit with these characters and understand them a bit more. And then some of these moments that they're having now would have felt a lot more earned, in my opinion. So, yeah, I think that's just the problem I'm having with Force in general. Um, but, you know, the Power Universe, I still love it. It's still very much entertaining. I'm not saying it's not entertaining. I still enjoy watching the show and I'm still going to continue to watch the show. Um, not just because of this podcast, but because, you know, I love the power universe, but, you know, uh, I just wanted to, you know, be a, a bit real with how I feel about the show so far. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who, who, who disagree with me in the comments and please make yourselves known. I accept, you know, all criticism or, you know, any rebels just, you know, hit me with that. Uh, but also, if you feel similar, also, you know, let that be known too. you know, I just want to kind of get a gauge on how everyone's feeling um, about it. You know, I have seen some other reviews of what people are saying, too, uh, and it's, it's pretty it's pretty mixed out there. So that's interesting. But but yeah, that's just how I feel about this episode and the season so far. Um, but Dana was making a lot of faces at me. So I want to know what what she has to say, you know, about uh this episode and and power and force so so take it away dana hit us with your takeaways y'all on drugs y'all you y'all doing some of claudia's drugs because what y'all be saying don't be making no sense straight up i'm going to like start calling up aa and get your help it's true first of all liliana doesn't need to be showing everything we as viewers are not dumb and could pretty much tell the entire time Tommy was saying, don't leave the apartment, don't leave the apartment. She goes and takes a hit and then she's all wobbly wobbly and walks out the door. We don't, we already know what is going to happen when she leaves because it did a great job bashing us over the head 
with you're a wanted woman. They're going to kill you. Oh, the other one, the Serb guy. We have to find Tommy Egan. I'm sure that's not his accent. But the other guy, everyone wants to find Tommy. And they know that Liliana, they also need to find because she was the one who killed Tatiana. So we don't need to see anything. Once she walked out of the door, I said, oh, no, she's in trouble. And then guess what? The next scene, she was in trouble. So yay for that one. Um, another thing is with, uh, what's her name? Um, Claudia's girlfriend, me, my, my, um, my, it seemed to be like someone yet, they didn't really show like a really close bond in the sense it wasn't like a Tommy, a ghost situation with their closeness. It felt like they were, they were in business together and in bed together, but it really didn't feel like it was something that was, uh, that that Claudia, she 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 wanted this in order to make a name out of herself, and to prove herself not only to I don't really think so much as her father. There's a point when you have to say, screw other people and just kind of concern about yourself. And her goal was to rise up and make that happen. And my was someone who was just really in the way. Um, and because of that, and because of her, I don't want to say back talking, but kind of back talking. She had to go. She was, you know, it was a lot of arguments and it was something that I felt that was bound to happen because we kind of kept seeing more of her. And I thought that they established a really good letting us know that, you know, she might end up going because of how she was introduced. You know, we know that she's the one who is the, the kind of the creator-ish of this drug. We, she, we know that, you know, she has a close connection to Claudia. They kept showing her in bed with her. Um, but at the end of the day, this is about kind of the drug game. And even if you take away the drugs, it's about getting that power and building up your business. So you just kind of know that when you have conflict with your business partner, someone's got to go. Investigation ID, Dateline 2020, they all told us this before. So I didn't have a problem with that. Um, I actually liked it. I thought it helped to move the, the story forward and that she was able to create her own ties. So I like that. I also liked the way how Tommy reacted to the drugs. Apparently, no one in here likes Euphoria because this whole episode was basically sponsored by Euphoria. Um, I thought they did a really great job of showing us that this was something that was new from the streets, how it immediately affects you. And it was interesting to see Tommy because Tommy that we always know is someone who's always focused, always very aware of everything. And to see him for that one moment just like, to the point where he sprawled out on his car just showed how good that drug must have been. So I like that very much so. One of the other things um, about this whole thing, it kind of felt very Julia. How does it go? Romeo and Juliet. Um, you had the warring houses, you know, and you had Gloria and, and um, the whole situation with Gloria and Victor. And then the father steps in, you know, you, you're not good enough for my, my daughter. And then you would have the other Claudia come in and be like, here, here's some money. Please go away. It felt very like Romeo and Juliet. We have to keep the, the two people apart. Even when they was taken, when um, Simon was taking, was it Simon? No. Anyway, when the guy was taking the photos of Victor and Gloria, you know, it kind of felt very, to me, like, here's the proof, Romeo and Juliet type of situation. Um, the only way I feel like for Victor to be able to grow is for Walter to just hurry up and die. And he's getting there. We saw him coughing and wheezing. Claudia doesn't know, so I wonder how that's going to affect her. Obviously, she's going to be very mad because she, Victor knows. 
but she doesn't know. And that just in general, drugs or not, that's going to set you off just a, a certain way. I mean, imagine you had your father and everybody's keeping the secret from you. You're left out. And then also moments that you could spend together, you haven't because you didn't know he was dead or dying. So that sucks right there. But um, it's going to be really interesting to see how she responds because she was like, what? She was really taken aback. And Gloria said it with like such purpose. It wasn't like, oops, you didn't know. I'm sorry. It was like, ah, I told you something you didn't know. Um, So I like that. Um. I think that Victor is slowly getting his backbone. We talked about this earlier, how he didn't have a spine. And a slow building blocks. We are on, what is it, A1, T-tricep? I'm not sure what you call them, but he's getting there. They're building blocks. I appreciate that. One of the things that I really didn't like, though, was Tommy seemed really... The, the show itself did a really great job of showing all of the people that Tommy lost, you know, throughout... The, the previous power and, and all of its seasons and with Ghost and Tommy and, and, and his girlfriend and then the, the Holly and everyone throughout his life he lost. And I kind of thought that this was would kind of make him harden a little bit. I remember saying in the first episode that I really liked the conversation that him and Gloria had. And it kind of seemed like they had like this shared sense of loss because remember her husband never came back. And how he lost Lakeisha and and basically the, the step the stepson and everyone else they're just no longer a part of his life or they're dead. Um, it's really interesting because I would have expected Tommy to become hardened after that, but he genuinely cares about Liliana. Um, and it seems like it seems like something from the heart, and especially when she was shot, it wasn't like, oh, this is my business partner. I need you to stay alive because you make the drugs. It genuinely seemed like when he was like, it went through and through. And you're okay. It's gonna be great. You know, it it kind of felt like, oh, he cares. At that moment, um, I don't know how I feel about that. I think that kind of means I expected Liliana to die this whole episode. I'm surprised she's not dead. Um. But we'll we'll see with that. The other thing that you mentioned, Richard, that I don't understand what you didn't understand was the fact that uh, JP, Black Tommy, he saw that him and Tommy were in the same, literally, feet away from each other. And that basically they could have grown up knowing knowing each other and they forgot throughout time. I mean, if you look at, remember Pixar? Remember um, Bing Bong? Bing Bong was the character that you had throughout your childhood, the imagination, and you have to keep dumping the memory files in order for you to create new memories, and Bing Bong had to go. I think as you get older, there are certain things that you forget, and they could have had a meeting one or two times when they were kids, and they would have just completely forgot about it. Nobody's going to say, hey, that's your brother. Maybe they was just there, you know, reuniting with, 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 uh, with uh, what was it, Katie? Kate's is his mom, right? Kate and um, the father and it wasn't no big thing and they was just happened to be in the same area and they never knew that to me brings more suspicion upon their parents where maybe Tommy one is going to maybe because of what JP's seen he's going to now address his father and be like why are we in the same picture what's going on did you lie to me did you always know he was there um, and maybe we could see Kate and because JP tells everything about Tommy, and Tommy was so adamant about not um, not seeing Kate, maybe JP goes to look up Kate, and that's what happens there. Um, 
I actually like the fact that they had that. And they didn't really need to explain everything because we, we've been through this like four other episodes. Another thing that was really interesting was Diamond um, and the Dirty Cop. It was weird that um the Dirty Cop thought he had something on him until he was like, yeah, and you're paying that white boy. And he was like, oh my God, how do you know? Get out my car. So I wonder how he's going to use that over him. Will they create some kind of partnership? With that extra protection. I don't know. So that's another thing that I I wonder. Um, I also really liked that they were able to all work together. Remember that was the initial plan. Was to bring together all of the different gangs. And kind of have like like you know Gary said. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Or was it Richard? So the Avengers Endgame thing was really good. I liked that as well. Um, it was nice to see Diamond actually cutting hair because we haven't seen that this entire season so far. We just know that he has a barbershop, but we never saw him cut hair. So he's cuss- I don't know what that is, but we got to see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ga- Gary is, is is one of his customers. Oh, yeah. oh the I'm customer. The, I'm the patient barbershop customer because, you know, there was a customer in this episode where he was on the phone and he stopped cutting his hair. And I've, I've had that experience many times, and I understand how mad he was in that moment, the, the customer. So. They did a whole episode of that on Atlanta, remember? That thing was Paperboy, he went to go get That's, his hair done? Yeah, that that fantastic show. That was a really funny episode. And his back, the trailer, is, is up. We're getting to season three. Yay. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, I really liked that, and I really liked um, Gerard. The whole thing where... We're finally getting something. We're finally, you know, a lot of talk has been happening these previous episodes, but we're finally seeing Gerard. We already know that he doesn't like Tommy. He did a get a wonderful exposition about how he feels that he's taking away everything that he built up for the 15 years and just coming in and trying to take his place. And he doesn't even belong to the family. He didn't, you know, put in any of the work. And so seeing this drive-by, I like that. And then him burning the car and him looking over the city. If you look at power, the universe itself has a lot of scenes of people just looking over at the city as something burns in the background. Um, So overall, I thought it was an okay episode. I liked it. I would have taken the money. Gloria, please be smart. Take the money and run. Nobody's worth it. Um, and overall, I did not really have that much of, an, of a problem aside from it being a little bit corny when Tommy is getting really kind of close to Liliana and he didn't sleep with her. And I appreciate that. I'm tired of that. But he's 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 forming some kind of, of relationship, some friendship that was really interesting. Oh, was that all the takeaways? And I can I can monologue. Do you want me to monologue some more? Oh no, it's just up to you. If you got more, then you know, feel free. But if no, this really to... was a side thing. I like the fact that they used Amir, um, J- J- Jonano, what is his name, Jonovic. They used one of the Serbian guys' ID from the previous episode to cut the drugs for this episode. Oh right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool detail. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, great takeaways. Um, and yeah, uh, we're, we're gonna have to really uh, dissect this whole uh, this whole JP thing in a little bit, but uh, we'll we'll get there, you know, in our questions and discussions. Um, and yeah, I, I, by the way, I did uh, misspell my name here, my little funny name here. Um, I know that, but it's all good. It's Friday; I can't be bothered to change it. So you you guys can roast me; it's cool. I don't care. But um, yeah, so 
uh, just a quick reminder before we get to our questions and discussions. Um, please, if you if you're enjoying the conversation, if you have something to say about our takeaways or something we said, leave your comments. Also, consider liking the video and subscribing and check out some of the other cool content we got here. We are doing a lot right now. Um, so, yeah, be, be sure to check that out. Um, so, Dana, was you going to say something? I completely forgot. I was in I was in this episode of Power. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Let them know. Let them know. Um, it was a line with Gerard when he was sitting down and he was talking to his brother Diamond. And he was basically calling them, you know, Abercrombie and bitches and saying, you know, how dare you go and do something with them. So Abercrombie, yay, I made it. I'm famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. She, she was in it. She was in it. Um, so maybe I do like the episode a little bit more because, you know, Dana was in it. But, but yeah, still got my gripes, though. But um, yeah, so let's get to our uh, questions and discussions because it's going to be real fun uh, this week, I think. So um, <clears throat> so the first thing we'll get to is um, has Janard, you know, has he has he fully lost his call now? Um, like, so he, he lost his friend Elijah in the shootout. Um, and that obviously upset him a lot. And then at the episode, he ends up like, you know, driving by in, in the truck and um, shooting at Tommy and and Lidiana. And he uh, he hits Lidiana. I guess I guess he was aiming for Tommy, but he hit Lidiana. Um, and then you know, at the end of the episode, we see him. You know, he's got that ruthless look on his face. Like you know, it's not over yet. Like you know, he's still he's still he's still agitated. So I want to ask you guys like. It, has he fully lost his call? Is he is he going to be is he going to continue to be cooperative with his brother, or is he just one hundred percent you know ready to just get rid of Tommy at this moment now? Like, what do you think is going to be up with Jannard in the next episode? Um, so, Dana, what what are you thinking about that? I mean, we just saw him do a drive by, so I think that question is kind of answers its own self. Like, so, so you do think you think he's really angry and then, then he does a drive-by? No, he's really happy. But, but, but do you think, like, his brother will, will, will be able to cool him down? Like, are they going no! to no! be able to reason, reason no! with that? Okay. First of all, it was previously, with the previous episodes, it stated that he was working um, against his brother and that he wasn't going to say anything. E or Elijah, Easy E, whatever his name is, was the only one who kind of really knew because he was the one who talked to him. So it was building up to the point where he is genuinely sick and tired of seeing Tommy. And he feels that one, he's taking everything that he worked for. He explained 15 years. I had to build this on my own. Yes. Thank you for what you did, but you went to jail. I'm the one who kept it running. It's kind of like a scorned, scorned parent whose spouse left them and then left them alone with the kids and for 15 years, they had to raise their children. And then here comes the dad and the mom back. Hi, I'm back. I'm ready to be a parent. And they're like, what the, f- for what? I've been doing this for 15 years. Well, and, you know, so it feels like it's two things at once. One, he wants his brother and he wants to work with him side by side. He's having friction with his brother because his brother doesn't want to run the business how he is now, how he is running it now. He wants to be stuck in that, well, 2005 way, Right. And so that's frustrating him as well. So, like, okay, we're going to figure this out. Then you have someone who doesn't even belong in what they've been building, who's not even part of the family, some random white man, come in and be like, I'm the boss now. I'm going to take your brother away. And you're like, what is going on? 
since when did you, the random white dude, as he Abercrombie and bitches started coming in and started to run things that I've built up for 15 years? You're taking away my brother. I'm, we were supposed to run the city states this. We're supposed to run this together. But now all of a sudden, you're running off with, you know, white Klansmen. Not saying he's Klan, but just in general, that's how he feels. You know, on top of that, it's also another, it's a white guy. Which he already stated, it's a white guy. So, yes, he's very frustrated. And there was a point where you said they saw them two together and they was talking and they could discuss and maybe there was something where they can see each other. You know, even in during that boxing ring match that they had, they were fighting, trying to kill each other, but they were still communicating. They were still talking. There was a thing of respect. With this whole Tommy situation, it just keeps pushing him to the boiling point. So you've seen him literally do a drive-by. So what more do you... He's literally showing you on screen. He's trying to kill... And it's not... Oh, he was just aiming for Tommy. He was aiming for everyone at this point. Tommy, Liliana, Serbs, anybody who was around Tommy, he really did not care if they died. That's why we all do drive-bys. Not we as in a wee sense, but they... Yay! Oh, spicy. Okay. Um, yeah, because, like, the point of the question also is, like, because if if... If he has reached this this uh, breaking point where you know he just doesn't care anymore and he's going to get Tommy out of here, if that's the point he's reached now, that means that this is going to this is going to push uh, Diamond to make a decision. Like he's going to have to make a, a choice between his brother and Tommy because now if his if Jannard is going full force at Tommy, then he is going to be caught in the middle of that. So. So you know that that's the point behind the question. You know, if he's if he's reached that breaking point now, that means we're gonna see some crazy things happen. So well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see the separations of the brothers. Um, I think that Diamond is someone who is more of a thinker, and that um, Gerard is someone who is the 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 doer in the sense of he reacts more than he thinks, and we've seen it already. Um, there were moments where you could talk to him. He's kind of Kane in that situation, or you could also previously say he was Tommy in the original power in that situation. If we're doing some type of correlation where, you know, things are not working out, he's going to proctor someone. And as we saw him trying to proctor someone, um, and it's going, if his brother does find out, it's going to cause a huge rift. And it's it's not going to be good because not only did he tried to take out um, Tommy, but we also know the whole situation with the Serbs. How does the Serbs react to that? Because they don't know who was trying to shoot him. They didn't know that Tommy was the actual target. I don't even know if Tommy was if, if he was just the sole target. If it was just like everybody. And we just call it a day. So now you have extra anger on top of whatever happened with, the, with this episode with the Serbs. Now you have them extra angry on top of this. So it's it's going to be an all-out kind of war situation. And I don't see the brothers if he's able to find out what happened i don't see it being reconciled at all i see the brothers will have to split also on top of this i'm now wondering we already know what happened with liliana liliana's like i can die and i'm fine that's great wonderful jp the second that gerard figures out that jp and tommy are brothers if he starts doing that looking or maybe maybe he's gonna start hiring the cop guy remember he's already paying the cop um, and so maybe they're, he's going to use the cop to be his eyes and they're going to find out the connection and they start going after JP and that'll set things off even worse. 
you know, some some interesting uh, theories there. But yeah, if if uh, if Gennard really was trying to prop to someone, I think he's going to need to buy a lot more ammunition because, like, he, he's going to end up wasting a lot of bullets if he's trying to prop to someone. Uh, but yeah, uh, interesting points. So, Richard, what would you think of? Uh, this whole Gennard thing, like, is is this the breaking point? Is this the turning point in in his relationship with both Tommy and his brother now? What do you think? Uh, I think that Dana made some very good, interesting points. There, there are a few things that I do want to to, to mention, though. Uh, in the previous episode, Elijah had this conversation with um, Gennard, and from that conversation, Gennard was saying, yes, it was supposed to be me and you running, running all of this together. So yeah, I mean, yeah, Diamond was in the picture, but I, it was really about the fact that him and Elijah, they worked together to build this thing when Diamond was away. So yes, this is definitely the motivation uh, to say that it's a turning point for the character. The other thing is that in the previous episode, when Gennard had to watch Liliana, Again, he was he was using in that episode very briefly. He snorted some 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 coke and she made a comment about that. And then he was once again talking about we need to get, you know, Tommy. I don't like this Tommy guy. I In this episode, he did it again while he was talking to Elijah. So I think, yes, he will continue to use. And you're going to see a lot more of that, I think, as you know, in the next couple of episodes, because he's dealing with all of that as well. But the other key thing here and Dana hinted on this, she touched on this is that, yes, first and foremost, he does not know that Tommy is alive yet. He's he's figuring that he, he, got, he was able to shoot somebody. He did not know, there was no confirm that he actually killed Tommy because the Liliana jumped in front of Tommy to make sure that she got the shot instead of him. So he doesn't know that yet. Obviously, he's going to be surprised when he finds out Tommy, the next time Tommy stops by the barbershop and has an interaction with Diamond and he's there, he's going to be surprised by that. But here is the key thing. This whole time, Gennard has been building up these soldiers. We haven't yet had a situation where D-Mac, who is JP's son, hasn't really come into contact with Tommy on the level of there being an issue. Yes, they were prepared to shoot Tommy that first time when he came to the barbershop, but there hasn't been any interaction between those characters ever since that. So I feel like in order for you to find out what you know? How this whole thing is going to play out with with D Mac and JP and Tommy, because they are a family. That has to be progressed, and I think that Gennard, his next play is going to be well. Maybe I will have my group of guys go after Tommy now, because obviously he got rid of the vehicle that he was using. That doesn't mean he can't try to go after Tommy again. But I think now he's going to take those soldiers that are already aligned with him and send them after after Tommy from here on out next. So um, it'll be very interesting to see how it goes. That's why I said I, I was glad to see the character make a turn like this because we know that he didn't like Tommy from the very beginning uh, and he needed to find a way to progress the storyline. So, yes, this is a turning point for him. And I think that he's going to have multiple things he's going to try to do to Tommy. However, when he finds out that Liliana is the one that got shot, um, he might feel a certain type of way about that because he obviously likes Liliana. He obviously thought that there was something there. So we know the character survived, so she's fine. If the character who died, though, that would well, yeah, that would have been uh, very devastating. But uh, we'll see what happens next. But yeah, I, I think overall, this is a turning point for Gennard as a character. 
And now we're going to see how he operates unhinged. And if it comes down to a situation, as you said, Gary, where his brother has to choose between him and Tommy, I'm very curious to see what he's going to actually do, because that's a very tough decision. So we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you make some great points. And that that would be very interesting if, uh, if you know, Jannard ends up sending, you know, the rest of the team after Tommy and then we get a face-off between D-Mac and Tommy. Um, so, yeah, that, that would be pretty interesting, you know, because that is his nephew, um, essentially. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see what happens with that. But um, so, you know, there was another uh, another murder, you know, another killing, I should say, that that happened in the shootout. And that was Simon. Um, and, you know, we got to see Janard's reaction to Elijah being killed. But we didn't really get to see a whole lot of Vic after that. You know, uh, we didn't get to see him process um, Simon's death much. Um, so, you know, I want to ask, like, you know, how is that that death going to affect Vic moving forward? Like, is it going to have a big effect on him and his mentality, do you think? Um, so, Rich, you, do you have any thoughts on that? I think the, the one of the main things about the way that this shootout happened is that obviously there were a lot of bodies left at the scene of the crime. The police are going to investigate that. And when they find out that Simon's body is there, I definitely think that Seamus is going to have come right after Vic and ask for some questions. Because again, there we saw there was a previous episode where Simon got arrested. Okay, they brought him in there into the jail and Vic bailed him out. So I definitely think they're going to have questions about what, what was your friend doing at the scene of the crime dead. So we'll see how that how that how that plays out. But um I don't really know. The thing is this, we've seen the Simon character. I don't really think he was highly regarded as somebody that is that important to Walter or Vic. Yes, he's a friend of Vic. So, but, but obviously if Walter finds out that he got killed behind this and we already know Walter is going to find out the, the Serbs did that, then yeah, it's, he's going to definitely blame Vic for that. I think Vic is going to be dealing with a little bit of guilt, but at the same time, you had to know going into this, there's going to be some casualties. So yes, he did have a very brief time, brief time with him when he saw that he was dead, a brief moment to pay respects, but he couldn't really do that because they were still, you know, in the midst of trying to, to take out the rest of these guys. So um, I think at the end of the day, it doesn't impact him as much. Yes. He will have a little bit of guilt, but again, that character is not important. Now, if that was Gloria, it's a totally different situation. Vic will just have will just be devastated if she was the one that got shot. But with, with Simon, I don't think it's he just understands it is what it is. There had to be a casualty. Things didn't quite work out the way that they wanted it to work out. It would have worked out better if they took out Murkovich because that was the whole reason that they they did all of this and they didn't he wasn't even there. So, but yeah, I don't think it's going to impact him too heavily. But Walter, when he finds out, he's going to definitely press his son about this because all this happened because he decided to go behind his back. And, and and try to do and try to do this this whole thing. So that's what that's where it's going to come into impacting him. Oh yeah, great great point there. Uh, yeah, and I guess you know si- Simon, um, he wasn't like a huge important character in in uh, the Flynn family and stuff. But but uh, one thing I'll say is um, you know I guess he he did kind of have like a friendship with with Vic in particular. And I feel like now that Vic has one less friend in the world, I, I feel like he might rely more on his his bond with Gloria, uh, if you can call it a bond. I don't know, but like, um, you know, he might he might end up trying to confide in Gloria a bit more, just because 
he doesn't now have that friendship with Simon. Um, and he doesn't have a whole lot of people that he could talk to off the record, I guess, because, you know, with, with his father and his sister, it's like family business and everything. Um, but yeah, go ahead. What was you going to say, Rich? One quick point that I want to mention since you just brought it up. The thing about it that you know with Tommy is that he is actually working with both Flynn's because he's working with Claudia also. Yes. Vic does not know that. Mm-hmm. So I think when Vic finds that out, you're going to be like, oh, so Tommy is double dipping. Then he might also be angry at Tommy because yeah. he's thinking the whole time that him and Tommy are the only one that got the a deal going on. So that uh, definitely going to cause some conflict, I think, moving forward once he finds that information out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that's that's definitely another thing to think about, you know, because because Tommy is double dipping. He's you know he's he's doing stuff with Vic and Claudia, you know, and and they don't know about the Claudia thing at all. So, so yeah, uh, once that comes to light, that's gonna cause problems too. But then also, if he starts leaning on Gloria a bit more because you know his friend got killed, um, and I'm sure he might end up you know approaching her and and kind of like you know. Um, uh, just like letting off his feelings to her about Simon, you know, being dead. Um, and we know that, you know, Walt doesn't like that. He, he like we saw in this episode that he he doesn't want the, to see them together anymore, basically. So I think that is going to put a lot more strain on that whole thing um, with Walter. So um, I guess that's something that could come from, you know, Simon being gone. But um, But Dana, how do you think, Simon being dead is going to affect Vic. Um, very simple. He's going to get back to Walter because Walter knows everything. He has his little right-hand man dude. So he's going to get to Walter, and Walter is going to be like, you stupid idiot. I was the one who told you this from the very beginning, which is why I didn't want to do this. Um, now the Serbs are going to go after them. And it's going to create this huge all-out war situation and he's like that's okay i might be dying but look what you you're gonna basically kill the business by getting your stupid behind killed because you want to go involve yourself with these other people or you know the the black people as you know he's gonna start saying and slanderizing all those negroes tired of this so um it's gonna just start in in angering him and he's going to be one of those, I told you so, you stupid idiot. And then Claudia, of course, is going to jump in there and be like, see, look, dog, he's stupid. Just like I said, so I should be running things. This is going to start creating even more conflict um, between the two. Um, and I and what was really interesting was the was what was it Walter's right hand man? You know, he kind of explained about there's only so much you can do with your children. And I wonder if he, how he might have to kind of be a barrier or maybe he may have to take someone out. Again, I'm looking at Gloria sideways. You're talking about whether or not he's going to confide in Gloria. I'm trying to figure out if she's going to be there. It's $10 million. Bye. Like, it's too much. Like, it's not even like, oh, but she loves him. Yeah, but it's a lot of stress. You have the the the, the father who's basically threatened very nicely to kill you even though he's half dying he's threatened basically you that was it like i was surprised she's alive i expected her face to be slammed into the thing but it wasn't um so it's like it just brings a lot of stress and aggravation um victor doesn't have a backbone yet it's in the building stages you have the father who genuinely hates her he puts her life at risk by basically it looked like he was threatening at that moment he could have easily killed her then you, you so you know that her life could easily be in danger. Well, whatever it is that she, I don't think she fully knows the extent 
of of what everyone is involved in, but that puts her life in danger as well. So when you really look at it, that $10 million is like, why should I be here? You know, I have a bar, but I still have to keep paying your dad for the bar and the kitchen small, and I could take my pepper pots too on the road. <laughs> can, can I ask a quick question for Dana? Yes. Yep. So, it, so if Gloria takes that $10 million, now would you say the character is horrible? No! <laughs> I'm rooting. I screw love. Take the ten million dollars. You can buy love. Yes. As, as Walter said, you're a very attractive lady. You're so gorgeous. <laughs> Any man will want you. You can go have lots of babies. So go have lots of babies elsewhere for ten million dollars. You can take care of them. Yeah. And and the location of the house looked like it was literally in like one of those parking lots. I'm sorry. It could have been like better. I didn't like the landscape. Point I'm simply saying is, I don't think he, Gloria, I'm, if I'm doing this, Gloria's not going to really be there. I'm okay with Gloria just bouncing and being like, this is too much for me. I want to go home. So in terms of who he'll have to kind of grow closer with, I don't, I don't really know at this point. He may have to end up going to Claudia. And figuring things out with them. I mean, if you look at it, she needs kind of extra help. May's dead. She killed May. My. Was May? I'm not sure. But she killed her. So maybe Victor comes in and kind of helps with the distribution and whatever it is that you do when you are in that line of business. So they may end up be working closer together. I don't know what the original question was. I, it was just about, you know, Simon, but it's cool. Um yeah. Oh, Simon, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. See, you have, I have ADHD. What? I'm so sorry. So um, what happened was with Simon in that whole situation, yes, he's upset. Yes, it's going to anger him. But I kind of feel that he'll get over it. They knew what it was he was walking into. You know, this is something that's not like, you know, I was just standing on the corner and then my friend died. They knew it was a, it was kind of a suicide mission. They said it before. This is a suicide mission. So some people died and that is very unfortunate. Um, Gerard in the whole drug situation, I don't really view him as like a drug addict, addict, addict. Um, maybe he'll get there. Um, but, uh, and also another thing, please stop thinking that Gerard or any of these people really genuinely care about Liliana. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that Gennard cares about Liliana. Well, he definitely want to sleep with Liliana. We yeah, know that but much. sleeping and caring are two <laughs> different things. Come wow. on now. It means like I want a burger right now, but I'm not going to make this a long time commitment of every week. I'm going to go and this is a really bad analogy. But the point is he just you hit it and quit it because you're like, oh, I did it. Yay. And then you go on about your life. Oh yeah, I, but I I do think he would feel a little guilty if he finds out that shot she got hit with that with that. No, I don't think gunshot. he cares. Mm, you uh, honestly think he cares? Well, I guess we'll have to find out next week. I don't think he cares. I think he'd be like, oh okay, and what's next? Is my brother and I back together again? I don't <laughs> see him caring. Yeah, I, I think he would. I think. He and he knew care. about Liliana because remember, Tommy was all like, "We gotta go help her, guys. We gotta go help her." And it was like, "Nah, peace out. We did our job." That's why he knew exactly where he was at. Yeah, yeah, but he, but the, the, it's it's different when he. You're the one that takes the shot. But he did person, a drive by. Like. He did a drive by where he sprawled. It wasn't like yeah. 
I'm going to aim for this one person. He did a spray. Yeah. So it didn't really matter where the bullets laid. As long as people got hit, including Tommy. Yeah. At first, I thought he was going to help him. But then I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, my, my thing is, as well, like, didn't he have, like, mirrors in that car? Because, like, how does he not know that he didn't hit Tommy? Like, surely you look at the mirror and, like... No, because if you're driving... Door. Okay, look, you, you <laughs> should know this because you're, like, fascinated with drive-bys. And you write drive-bys. You're paying attention to the task at hand. not, And then you have to go because that's, you end up getting arrested. So it's not like... Brrr, Oh, wait, did I hit him? Let me make a U-turn. Let me go back slowly and see if I hit him. You just keep going and hope for the best. All, all I'm saying is it would be stupid for him to assume that, that Tommy is dead. That, that's all I'm saying. Like Maybe like maybe he could think he hit him, but it would be stupid to, to, to think that he's dead. I he would think that he was dead. He didn't even check. So, I mean, How do you yep. check during the drive-by? You have to call a drive-by. Hey, hey, Not hey, a drive-by and come back. Hey Gary, that now that you said that, that reminds me of Power Season Six, Episode One, where Ghost just shoots up a car. You see, it's somebody in the car. I don't know if it's Tommy, but it's it's Tommy's car. So that's that's what made me I laugh when I saw that because it's just just a shooting, and it didn't check the body, nothing. Yep. <laughs> the drive by, you're not supposed to check the body. You guys have not seen drive bys. We have to take you on a drive by along. <laughs> They they never check the body in power. I mean, look at Kanan came back to life. Like like they they never check the body, man. Like so, this is just the power thing. So that, that's just what it is. Body. It's but, a drive by. <laughs> I'm but, so confused um, by this. <laughs> but yeah, interesting conversation. Can't wait to see uh, what the people say. So so let's let's address this JP thing because we have to we have to talk about this. Like so so Dana. You know, I respect your uh, what you said earlier, where you you basically said that um, the picture that JP was holding, you know, that was him as a child, and and Tommy was in the back and everything, um, and you know maybe that is you know what they're trying to say with this scene, you know that you know he's looking at a picture of himself and then he realizes that Tommy's in the background. Cool, if that's you know if that's what they're saying, okay. But I just want to say that you know. This this story just isn't believable to me. It's not hitting because, and the, the reason I say that is because, like, we're supposed to believe that Tommy has this history in New York where him and Ghost were basically brothers. They grew up as brothers, uh, pretty much. Kate treats Ghost like he's he's a son, right? And you're you're also telling me that he now has it as has a history, a distant history in Chicago, like, and and maybe you know maybe Kate had them around each other and she didn't she didn't tell them they were brothers okay cool but you mean to tell me neither of them remembers that like yes you don't remember spending any time with your mother in chicago no here's no you going back to bing bong remember (laughs) when you're a certain age remember you would think it was inside out or one of them bing bong your memory can only store so much of everything you think that your brain can remember everything that happened in your entire lifetime no. I, if, I, if I took a trip with my mom somewhere when I was a kid, I, and I some random right now, white boy like, comes I, up and you I'm share a ball kid. together and you play in the playground, are you going to remember? Hey, in 1982, there was this little white kid I played a ball with. I only seen him for ten minutes, but I remember that. I think I think like because they first they tell us they grew up in New York, right? So if you tell us that they went to Chicago, I think he would remember that trip a little bit. 
because he's in a new surrounding. I have been to trips that I can't even remember. I went on as a kid. I'll be like, what's that? And my mother looked at me like, stupid. I took it when I was three years old. I was like, I don't remember. Okay, what was you going to say, Rich? I, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I also agree. I mean, I agree with what both of you said that I think Dana made a good point. I think you made a good point. I think the problem here is that from a writing standpoint, you need to show instead of suggest as if the person is going to know exactly. Oh, yeah. They don't need to explain it at all. I disagree with that. They had the whole videotape that explained it. He was watching. He was getting all in his feelings and remembering the past. And he's looking at the photo and and he's looking at the, the video of what was it? Kate walking by or whatever, something with Kate. And he's like, wait a second, that looks familiar to me. And then he goes digging through the pile of pictures. He is supposed to remember that some random white kid in the back was is actually his brother. Do you know how many times that we've actually seen and we saw on like internet stories of like, um, and I met my husband when I was three years old, but I never knew it. And it was literally the guy who was a kid standing in the back. Yeah. And she's like, oh. And she's like four or whatever, and he's in the back going, ah, and they don't know each other, and that ended up being her husband. She doesn't remember that. Yeah. And if your parents are actively trying to keep you away from someone, they're not going to sit and say, hey, yeah, that boy you played with, that's your brother. Every day, that's your brother. You remember your brother? That's your brother. No. So you're going to end up forgetting it, and you're not going to really pay attention to what you did as a kid to now as a grown adult. With your own lifestyle and your own problems and your kid trying to shoot you every two seconds. Okay. I agree. Well, let me let me just say this real quick. I, I agree, and I would say that therein lies the problem because this episode is all about setting up this confrontation with the Serbs. Anyone that watches this show, that's what they're going to remember from this episode. They're not going to remember this scene with JP because it's it's out of context and it it is not re- going to be revisited again until next week. That's why I question. That's what we do. Why, episodic. Oh no, I, I no, I I understand that, but I, I think it's not like a, it's not so important of a detail. That's why when Gary said he doesn't care about the storyline, I fully understand that because this whole episode it was about that confrontation with the Serbs and what was going to happen. It literally started and ended with that. So to have these other little things in there. Especially, and I know they just had to make sure they had to get the actor in the episode, right? Because everybody would have been talking if he was not in this episode. They'd be like, where's JP at? Why wasn't he in the episode? So I understand you had to have him in the episode, but I kind of feel like there should have been some type of interaction with Tommy, brief or whatever. Or, you know, just to allude to what happened in that scene. I agree. It makes sense what you said. That they definitely, it's very possible the father was is lying about some stuff that he said to his son. And I totally get that. I'm just saying for any, anyone that watches this show, because there are going to be some people that watch this show and they're going to be confused. They're going to be like, what does this mean? And again, it's not really a major highlight of this episode. The highlight is the Serbian showdown that left Simon and Elijah dead. Rest in peace. <laughs> Yeah, I, like what what Richard said is is basically I think that's what why I have a problem with like it's just the the random context like there's just no context to this like they just okay there's there's a video there's a photo cool you're you're, you're showing me this moment that apparently neither of them remember where they was like right next to each other okay cool now what you know it's like it's just there's just no context so I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do next week to actually explain this scene and why it was relevant because. 
there's other things they could have did with that airtime, you know, um, to 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 build up other things, you know, or or even JP, like they could have did something better to build up his character even than than this. Like I just don't understand why this was necessary. Um, so I hope they do something really good with it next week to make up for it. Um, because yeah, it's just the context is just it's just weird. It's just like out of nowhere, and I just don't understand. And then um, you know, it just kind of like conflicts a little bit with what we already know about Tommy. It just seems like they're just trying to like tweak his whole background existence now, like after telling us that him and Tommy, I mean, him and Ghost grew up as brothers, you know, it's like, where, where are you going with this? So, and let, let me, let me add one, one last thing. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with the JP story, but I think the more interesting part of that story is the fact that JP doesn't know what Tommy really does and the revelation of how he will react when he finds out what Tommy does and the fact that his son is also involved in this, that is the interesting part of the story. I don't really care too much about them growing up as kids and all this other stuff. That is what I want to see because he's been lying to him this whole time about what he actually does. Tom, Tom he, JP knows. He knows he's just not addressing it. If some random man is handing you, not random, but still, if a man is handing you what, a hundred thousand, whatever yeah. it was, you're not going to think, Oh, this man must be a billionaire who worked hard in his business of uh, car dealerships. Oh, yeah. Here's $100,000. Don't worry about money. It just keeps making itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I think he knows. I think he knows. He knows. I think he, I, yeah, like, yeah, I, they had a conversation before where um, where Tommy said he had a business in New York or wherever. I think. He know. I think they know he was being sarcastic in that. No laundry oh, yeah, no, 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 Bring no. in a hundred thousand dollars is like here's some pocket change. Well, no, no, no. We'll give them credit. He did say when he gave him that money before. He said this doesn't feel legal. So he mm. knows that what he's doing is wrong. What he doesn't know is that his son is also yeah, yeah. involved in this, and that's yeah. why I say he doesn't even know he has a son. No, he knows he has. I mean, a son. he knows he has a son, but I just mean yeah. he doesn't know that. That kid is his son. Yeah, so that is the more interesting story. And, he, and even Tommy yeah. doesn't know that that's his son either. So. But they're setting it up. They're setting it up in the sense that Easy e is dead, right? So <laughs> yeah, he's he, in the 90s. Elijah, Elijah's dead. And so he needs more soldiers and more people. You know you have to keep replacing them. Yeah. So the boy is going to end up, I feel, stepping up and becoming the next in command of whatever he was in now. And is gonna end up being more interactive, and he's gonna figure out why is this white guy always hanging around JP's bar or whatever it was, and he's gonna be able to put to put the two and two together. He's gonna probably be the one who runs to Jannard to tell him what's really going on, and that's how you get him. And then JP dies. Yeah, I, I think what Rich is trying to say, and I, and if this is what he's trying to say, I agree. But I would have rather seen more development of that story than than this. This picture, exactly. this picture yes. that they showed us, like that—that that like, is exactly was, what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But it could have been like a breadcrumb that they sprinkle so that for the next episode you can eat it. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. It, it's about the past between JP and Tommy, so they, they want to highlight that for a reason. So we'll get an answer to that. But I agree. Yes, Gary, what you said is—that's exactly what I feel. They should be focusing on that storyline because, as you mentioned, now we are five episodes in. There's only five more episodes left in the season, so you have a lot of ground to cover 
to get to that topic. And 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 they need to develop that because now the next episodes are about the fallout after the Serbian thing. And obviously, 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 Murkovich is still alive, so this guy is still the issue. So we'll see what 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 they do. Yeah, and 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 just to like kind of summarize my thoughts, like just like focus on you know fo- like if you're going to give us JP. You know, just focus on that that whole father son element because I think that's the most interesting part about his character. Um, and you know, if you're gonna do this whole mystery behind their past and and Kate and and JP's father, like just just bring Kate back. Like just just wait until Kate comes back and then you know she argues with JP's father and all the all the, the dirt comes out there that way. Like I I don't want all these build ups hinting at Tommy's past because like. I, I, like we know Tommy's past. Like you've you told us what he he did in the past with Ghost. Like I don't like them just editing his his past. Like like just just give us give us Kate his mother. Like and then we'll find out what really happened that way. Like you know I want to don't don't tell us show us. So so I, I agree. And the last thing I will say is I'm just going I'm just going I just want you to brace yourself, Gary and Dana. When they explore this storyline. It might be okay, but it is damn sure not going to top that dinner table scene from Power <laughs> Book Two because they they played that excellent to a yeah, T. All the build up, all of that, and that's why I say you don't really have that in this show. This is why people saying this show doesn't feel it feels off because Courtney's ways. gone. Yeah, Courtney's not involved o- on the show, so that that's definitely apparent in what you're watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's it's gonna take some work for them to build up a scene like that. Like that, mm-hmm. that scene took like two seasons to build up uh, almost because we had like all that content from the first season, and then you know all the stuff that was happening in the second season. But yeah, that was such a brilliant moment, and I I just don't think this show has anything like that in in the talk at the moment. So, uh, yeah. But um, let us know your thoughts in the com in the comments because I'm sure there's some interesting theories out there about the picture that JP was looking at. So please let us know what, what you all think of, about that. Um, so, uh, so I guess the last question I have is, um, so, you know, after this whole, you know, shootout with the Serbs and everything um, and the whole Liliana, you know, being kidnapped and then rescued, uh, it seems there's still some Serbs out there left, you know, so where do you see this whole thing going, going now? Cause I think, Tommy's intention was to wrap this whole Serb thing up so they can get back to business, but it seems like there's still a few of them out there. Um, so, like, what do you think is going to happen next with Tommy and, and Lidiana? And, and you know, of course, he's now pulled uh, Diamond and Vic into this too. And like Dana alluded to earlier, now there might be a situation where the Flins have to step in on this because Vic was a part of it and, and, and you know, Simon was killed. So where do you see this whole war and this whole gang faction thing going next um, from here? So uh, who should I go to first here? Uh, let me think. Um, so I'll, I'll go to you first, Dana, since, you know, you kind of touched uh, the whole Flynn side of it. But what do you think is, is going to ultimately, you know, take place now after, after the events of this episode and uh, Tommy rescuing Liliana from the Serbs and everything? Walter does it. I told you so dance. Well, he has to step in with his people and, you know, get rid of the Serbs and it's going to be a war he doesn't want. 
And then also on top of that, they also explained that there was the Irish. Well, he is the Irish. There's the Polish and someone else. I can't quite remember. Um, but I wonder how that's going to, whether or not he's going to have to bring in the Polish people or how, how that is going to come into the full play of things of all of Chicago and how that works with the different territories. But Walter is definitely going to have to come in because they're going to come after you know, I don't think they're going to be like, oh, we're going to only come after Victor. They're going to come after the Flins in general. So he's going to have to go in and step up to the plate. We, I don't see him surviving this season. Um, either way, either whether it's the disease that takes him out or if he's killed by someone. But hes I don't see him surviving. But I do see that he's going to have to step in and be like, look, I told you so the first time. This is why you're an actual idiot. And then I always told you you was an idiot. And here's the proof of you being an idiot. Um, and I wonder how this will affect Victor. Will he see his idiotism as something that's like, well, I'm still going to break away from you? Or is he going to realize that he needs to listen to what his father is doing? On top of that, we have the whole Claudia situation, and, you know, she's going to be involved. But I don't see her being, like, someone that's going to be deeply involved. You know, she's busy doing her side thing with Dahlia and and Tommy. So that whole drug thing, I, I, it's going to easily be maybe a war between the Serbs and getting those drugs. I don't really know, but I definitely see that Victor is going to realize Maybe he was wrong with this situation. Everyone got their cut. I think it was 33% and 34 or something like that. Yes. But um, it just, it just seems that his father is going to have to really come in. I don't think his father cares about how much percentage you got of a business. He's going to probably just have to come in and bring in the, the big guns to wipe out the Serbs. And then probably... He, he could be the one who ends up killing either either the brother, Diamond or Gerard. As like a I told you so situation to get Victor out of being with them. I'm just waiting for him to rain down his vengeance upon everyone. Cool. Yeah. Um yeah, there's gonna be a there's definitely gonna be a, a big price to pay and if and if it does end up in a war in which the Flins have to step in. Um, I definitely feel like, you know, Walt, um, they, this could be the, 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 the start of his downfall, you know? So um, it's going to be interesting to see if they play that card where like, you know, now that uh, Tommy kind of started this whole thing and, and included Vic and Diamond, like if now everybody's implicated and everybody is a target now. Um, and I think, that actually might build up some animosity with between Tommy and, and Diamond and Vic and everyone, like, cause, cause now he got them into this and now, you know, they, uh, they kind of have to deal with the consequences if, you know, if the Serbs, cause maybe the Serbs might, you know, they might call in some new troops from, from abroad or, you know, from out the, outside the country or whatever, like, you know, so it can get real ugly. So so yeah, um, Rich, what do you think is going to happen next with this this whole storyline? So Walter to Tommy, you got a storm coming. Well, Walter needs to follow his own advice because one again, as I mentioned earlier, they showed in this episode that the cops are also looking at Polly, and they're intending to use Polly to get information on the Flints. So 
this is going to be an issue because we know that we saw Polly's son in the previous episode as well. If something happens with the son, or maybe they get you know get access to the son or whatever, and they say we, you need to you need to cooperate with us or else, I'm pretty sure that that's an issue from within that's going to be a problem coming. So Walters should definitely worry about that. As as for to answer your question, Gary, um, this is and people feel free to correct me if I'm wrong in the comment section. At no point in this episode did I see that Merkovich acknowledge. Oh, CBI and the Flins are working with Tommy. I didn't get that. Now, now in the next episode, maybe it could be something whereas there is somebody that it was able to confirm and identify they are also involved in this. That's totally fine. But I think pretty much they're going to continue to come after Tommy. You know, he made it very clear that he wants Tommy Egan dead. So the next episode, obviously, they're probably curious as to who was that person that took a shot. When we when we were about to take out Tommy and Liliana, who was the person that took a shot at us? So it's not over. I mean, Merkovich is the big villain for this season. So and I and I would prefer to see Tommy take him out. I don't want to see any other people because this is a personal thing here now. So um, I just think, I mean, again, it just just so people know, we haven't seen the preview for the next episode, so we don't know what's going to happen in the next episode. But I'm just going to make a guess that they're going to they're going to continue to come after Tommy. They know where his place is at. They know where, the, where him and Liliana are at. So now they're just going to continue. And as you said, Gary, they'll probably bring in more soldiers to come after Tommy. Uh, they and, and again, they can also come after CBI and they can also come after the Flins. My only thing is I didn't see anything in this episode to indicate that they know that they are involved. They know Tommy got help, but do they know specifically who are the people that he got help? Walter knows, obviously, because Walter warned him. But do they know? So I, my assumption is that they do know. But um, we'll see what happens in the next episode. Obviously, I think to get to to get to Vic, if they get to Gloria, well, that's a problem, right? Because Gloria and Vic, you know, Vic still thinks he has something with Gloria. So that's how you get him to cooperate. And then, of course, Jannard still with his brother. They get to Jannard. Well, now, you know, now Diamond is involved as well. So it will continue. And again, I know that Diamond and uh, Vic, they they only signed up to do this one job, but they are going to have to continue to see it through now and make sure they take out the Serbs completely. I think that's, they have no choice, especially when they start going after family uh, or, or love interests in the case of Vic. So we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah, I, I, I can uh, I can fully see the barbershop getting shot up at some point. This season. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Dana. You was going to say something. I was wondering if it ends up being um, Gerard ends up talking to Walter about taking out Tommy. And they end up working together because it, it solves two situations all at once. I mean, you have the whole Victor and Gloria thing that he's still worried about. But if you take out Tommy, that will definitely help as well. And everyone can get back to their normal lives probably beforehand, but I would. That that that's that's one interaction we haven't seen yet, so that'll be interesting. Although I I will say this, if that interaction happens, I do expect the next time we do a recap, Gary's going to say that was a very unnatural uh, interaction. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing made any sense because Walter does not like talking to those black people. So that's why I said, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. That was blacks who shot up everything. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. So, 
I mean, they, they can go in a lot of different directions. I, I just think um, at the end of the day, it needs to end with Tommy taking out Murkovich, and there has to be some rippling effect. But but I but again, because Tommy caused all of this, it would only make sense that it now it impacts everybody that helped him. So so CBI needs to be impacted by this, and the Flames need to be impacted by it as well. But we'll see how they actually decide to play that out as the storyline continues. Yeah. Um, to bounce off of what Dana said, though, I do I do think it would be interesting to see a scenario where, like, because Tommy is, has spent this whole time building this this alliance between, you know, these groups, it would be interesting to then see him become public enemy number one because of this war that he started and, like, have, you know, Diamond and Jannard and Vic and all of them kind of turn on him. Um, I think in that scenario, though, I think Claudia would continue to work with him. I think she would take his side. Um, and that might actually keep Tommy in the game a little bit, um, you know, if he has Claudia and Liliana, um, you know, kind of working with him still. But, but yeah, I think that could be an interesting um scenario to explore where he becomes public enemy number one in the city because of what he's done. Um, go ahead, Rich. Two real quick things I want to say real fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, in regards to Claudia, at the end of this episode, you saw May's body is still there and she's getting high snorting. I think, again, we did not see the preview from next week. I could see her calling Tommy and helping Tommy helping her to dispose of the body because we know Tommy knows how to do this stuff. Yeah. It's her first kill that has to t- be taken care of. So, and again, they are partners, right? So it makes sense for that to happen. So we'll see about that. But the other point I was going to say um, is, and this is really a question for you, Gary and Dana as well, as well as the, the you know, the, the, the fans as well of, of the power. I just have one question. Where the hell are the, y- are the Yardies? You talk about this group, and then we don't see them at all in the show. They, they need I to don't fix blame that. them. No, yes. I would stay out of this too. Let everyone go and kill each other, well, and then the Yardies no. take this well, well, everything. Well, see, I, I I agree, but the problem is when they had that meetup in the previous episode, the police went after the Yardies that they were going to meet. I kind of find it funny how they wouldn't blame. Wait a second, we know we were supposed to meet up with these people, and they didn't show up. Maybe did they set this up? So I kind of feel like you need, they have a reason if they want to, to show the Yardies reaction and then show more about them. But I think it's ridiculous if you only talk about these characters and they're never a part of the show. I I just want to make that comment, but continue. (laughs) Yo, dog, me me not take no disrespect about the man them. See? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is what's going to happen, yeah. This is what's going to happen. Like, so at the end of this, uh, this season, Tommy is going to take out uh, uh, Galukovich or like what, what's the guy's name? Uh, Murkovich. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Gonna... Whatever, whatever his name <laughs> is, it, it don't matter. Galukovich. Yeah, whatever his name is, he, he's 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 a dead man walking. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he, he's gonna he's gonna take him out, and then the that that's when the Yardies are gonna show up. Like that's when the that the Yardies are going to be the new threat. They're gonna like you know they're gonna see all of this stuff going on. The CBIs, the Flynn's all these people uniting and, you know, they're going to be like, nah, we, we, we're not standing for this. We want our cut to, mm-hmm. you know, um, cause, cause they're, you know, their, their, their sales are going down because everybody's wanting in on Dahlia now. So, you know, I think they're going to be one of the future gangs we do see. I think they're just waiting for the right time to introduce 
this gang because we know there are more gangs out there, you know, mm-hmm. that what we've seen. So I think, you know, they're just biding their time. You know, that could be a, a future season thing, like I'm guessing season two. So I think we'll see them. And 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 actually the leader is going to be the same guy from Luke Cage season two. You know, he's going to be... <laughs> Oh, 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 he is? He is? <laughs> oh, hey, I, hey, I, I would love to see that. I lo- he, he's a good actor. I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah, his accent got better now, so so he's the he, authentic yardy Jamaican, you know, so what do you think of that, Dana? <laughs> I think it's hilarious. We should put back up the interview of him and Lynn Luke Cage all those years ago. It's... Oh, God. I liked it. I thought it was a good. I think it's really good. And then we have the yeah. You can't slowly introduce all of the different territories. Yeah, yeah. Chicago was a big city, and it's it's very much known for its gang history and culture and everything. Um, and there are a lot of different factions in Chicago, so there's a lot they could do. Like they they. I don't think it would be realistic to do everything at once, like to show every every gang at once. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely room for them to expand more on the yardies later on. And ahead, la- the last point I will say is I agree, Gary. There's a lot that they could do to expand on the shows, it- introduce new gangs, but the show has to get approved for a second season first. And you best believe that Fifty Cent <laughs> will not be happy if that doesn't happen. So <laughs> it's getting approved. We already know that it's going to be renewed. Fifty Cent no. knows it. They're yeah. just throwing a fit. Three point three million debut. It got renewed when it was when it debuted. Mm-hmm. No, if, if you saw it, Fifty's uh, Instagram, he packed up and left stars. <laughs> <laughs> but is it every week he's threatening to leave? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. funny. It's funny. We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, I'm sure it, it will get re- renewed because you know stars wants to. They want to be like the Netflix, you know, for, for these kind of shows and stuff. So um, I'm sure that we know because they need that content. Go ahead, Dana. As, as someone who interviewed the president of Stars, that is quite the opposite. What they want to do is provide content for specific people. They're not out there to start, you know, fighting with Netflix and Disney+. Plus. Their goal is to create content that is for, maybe it's just for you. Maybe it's only for a select few, but they're not trying to have all these different things all at once. And then you pick and choose. If you mm-hmm. like stars, you like stars. If not, you want to find some content anywhere, go anywhere else. I agree. And one of those specific audiences are people that like drug shows because you got High Town, you have Power, you have BMF. So, yes, that's in their target audience. As, as, <laughs> as someone who is still slightly embargoed, they have other things. Remember, there is their their Outlander that got renewed for oh, sixth yeah. season. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. have the Spanish Princess. They have all of these other shows. They're coming out with Billy the Kid. No, that's epic. Sorry. P They're Valley. coming out. They have the season two of P Valley. They also have the Julia Roberts and Sean uh the dude that everyone hates, Sean Penn show, which is actually really good, but I can't talk about it. They have that that's upcoming. There's a lot of white people shows that they have. Also, they have <laughs> Shining Veil, which is about ghosts, a ghost story that I interviewed two years ago, but because of the panorama, they couldn't release it. So it's like, there's a whole bunch of things that it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's not just black people, because even I was like, what? Julia Roberts on stars. What's going on? But yeah. Sounds good. 
Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And, and yeah, obviously, you know, they're not exactly like Netflix, but to me, they're like the drug dealer Netflix. So, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of drug shows. They, they, they want to let you know, they want to let, they want to let you know drugs are bad. Don't, don't use them and don't, and don't sell them either. So yes. that's, yeah. Yeah, but but they are doing more. I think Fifty Fifty actually has a lot of other type of shows like mm-hmm. documentaries and and uh, docu series and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's based on the drug thing. Yeah, exactly, that's what I was about to say. BMF, He's got some stuff about hip hop coming too, like about. Uh, but that's probably will involve the drug. Yeah, stuff. yeah, it's it gonna be some people on on that show that also did drugs. So yeah, that's correct. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, um, great thoughts. That is going to uh, do it for this week. Um, this has been a, a very entertaining show. Can't wait to see uh, what the people say. Um, we're going to go around the board and get shout outs now. So, Dana, you got any shout outs? Shout outs once again to everyone who listens to us ramble. Um, thank you for your time and listening to us. We have a lot more that is upcoming. We have, like we said, the Batman, and we also have stuff on the YouTubes. And more interviews that is coming up with more of the cast of the Batman. We will be breaking down, um, without any spoilers, we will be breaking down the sequels. We already know the sequels. We already know the TV shows that are coming. We will be talking about that ending that we can't talk about right now, but we'll be talking about that ending. That ending for the Batman. Um, uh, we will be having that coming up. And we're in a, it, it's a, we have an upcoming Without giving everything away, we have an upcoming stars interview with a person from the Power Universe. That's what we can say. Wow. That'll be coming. So we uh, well, we're not dropping dates, but everything's in the works. <laughs> that's what we're not gonna do. We're not gonna list things. Yeah, that's good. See, <laughs> that, that's smart because anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so look out for that. And, uh, look for that on the site on on everything we have the the, the whole Sebastian Stan thing was over on the site. Fresh, the movie came out today. It's amazing. Go watch it. We have that on the site as well, Sebastian Stan, and and there's some Moon Knight stuff. So night that moon. Yeah, I definitely uh, want to give you your flowers, Dana, because I know you've been working hard on on the content, and and I can't wait for for this. This uh, you know, this other Batman review that's coming, the spoiler version, oh, yeah. uh, with with everyone on it. I'm looking forward to that. You know, I'm going to see the movie myself first, but but yeah, I uh, can't wait for for all the good stuff. Um, and then also uh, Richard Bailey Jr. You got any shoutouts? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to all the people that continue to watch and comment and like the content on the channel. Uh, we very much enjoy when you engage, share your thoughts on the, the TV shows and provide feedback if you agree or disagree with our point. So please continue to do that. And yes, please continue to like, because, you know, we definitely want more people to watch the shows and share their opinions. Also, Gary and I recorded a uh, Snowfall Aftermath episode yesterday. And I'm just going to tell you right now, you know, if you're watching Force, uh, you know, Force is, you know, and you're a power fan, you know, okay, that's cool. Force is cool, but you really need to watch Snowfall. This show is is fantastic. You know, John Singleton, I think he will be very happy. Uh, even though he's no longer here, he would be very happy that the show is still going on and it's still making a lot of, doing very good numbers for FX. So definitely watch the recap because the last episode was fantastic. I definitely want to hear more people comment with their thoughts as to what they think is going to happen. And as Dana mentioned, 
We do have more reviews coming, especially the Batman this weekend. So stay tuned for more content and thank you for your continued support. And The Walking Dead. Oh, yes. The Walking Dead also. Yes. The Walking Dead also. And they're, they're already on the site. We have an interview with the guy who plays Eugene. We have there's will be more interviews that is coming up on the website as well. Yes. Look, yeah. look out for all of that. Yeah, and shouts to you also, uh, Rich, because yeah, it, it's, it's always a pleasure doing those snowfall recaps too. Um, yeah, and I, I just want the people to, to to know that you know us us British people are taking over your television in America. <laughs> um, I, I will be playing like you know one of the yardies in in the next Power Force, so <laughs> you know, I'm gonna win an Emmy. So yeah, but um. Big shouts to all the, the, the loyal listeners of of this show, you know, Kwame, Robert Silva, um, you know, um, you know, all the people who leave comments, Rainy J, you know, um, everyone, you know, who, who continues to come back and support the show and, and grace us with your thoughts, your opinions, you know, uh, whether even if you're like calling us out for something we said, like I still enjoy reading all the comments. So uh, mm-hmm. please do, you know, do that. Like I look forward to it every week. Uh, and that just makes it all worth it, you know, that we have a little community here of people who who like to talk about this stuff. So um, I very much, you know, appreciate all of that. So, yeah. And, and a big shout to Stars, too, you know, um, for allowing us access to the show because they allow us to, to you know, uh, be able to do this on, in a timely manner because, mm-hmm. you know, we have busy schedules. So So just them allowing us to, you know, do this at the time that we do it, you know, big thanks to them also. Um, and yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty much it for this week, but we will return next week to cover episode six. Um, and yeah, uh, very much looking forward to the direction they take with, with this next episode, given what's happened in this one. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be back again until then. Take care, stay well, everyone. Um, and you know, and enjoy, Enjoy any movies you might be going out to see this weekend. Remember, COVID is still a thing, so protect yourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, peace out.